This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. And thank you for <laughs> hitting play. This is the Ninja Rob Podcast. I'm your MC, JB, along with Tim Carpenter and Marco Perazzo. Perazzo, thank Perazzo. you. And again, as always, if we hurt your feelings, it's your fault. You hit play. How's everybody doing? Marco, let's start with you. Sure. Checking last in. Time, last Checking time we in. started with Tim, it, and it, was was an awful, it was an awful experience. I'm doing great, man. I just came back from the... Holmesburg Fish and Game Club. Yeah, you were doing that yeah, this morning. Did that today, did my safety course. So what are you doing at the Holmesburg Fish and Game Club? Fishing and gaming. You you took a safety course for did that? Did a safety course. You have to take a course to uh to know how to use the different ranges that are there. There's outdoor pistol range, okay, outdoor rifle range, uh, indoor pistol range, but you can only use lead in the indoor pistol range. Can't use anything jacketed. Apparently the Baffles in the back were designed so many years ago that you can't use anything. Yeah, one of the ranges I go to, you can only use brass ammo. Okay. So only... Yeah, they you, they were saying you could use plastic jacketed stuff. So it wasn't like a safety course on how to be safe with my gun. It was more of a safety course on how to be safe on the course, cease fire when you go down range to, to change your targets, that kind of thing. It was, it was super interesting. It was also really interesting to see because I'm consider myself a novice in the truest terms how terrible people are in handling their firearm uh i know i've mishandled it in the past but trying to trying to get better at it and people are just not giving up giving a crap at all sometimes it helps to see that like especially when you're when you're a novice you know very little and then you see somebody that's worse than you you're like holy shit yeah you're like i'm not that bad yeah yeah no but you it it shows you the things you got to pay attention to. You know? Yeah, when people were serious, like I, so the bylaws are like you can't get into arguments, fights, because you, you, they were they kept saying you don't really want to get into arguments in a well armed area, right? They say a, a armed society is a, is a, a polite society. <laughs> yeah. First, second, we go out to the to the outdoor uh, pistol range. Two dudes getting into an argument over people where they're shooting where they're not supposed to be shooting the guy's like hey man all you have to do is ask me to move i didn't realize i was in the magnums area right he was a black guy <laughs> oh i go there i'm and the guy had a team the guy that started the argument had a team exercise shirt on but i had no clue oh, nice. he and he looked decrepit <laughs> oh so it was an, it was an old team exercise mm, thing? I, it was an old team exercise the old iteration he looked beat up like yeah. he had just come out of maybe the throes of covid or hospice or something he'd survived hospice he made it out of hospice, <laughs> yeah, yeah which is not it, how that it, works exactly not, yeah, he made it out of hospice so and, how'd you enjoy that i mean what was it like it was, so it was cool my friend had so a few of us joined a couple of days ago so they were running a uh they were running a special you could get for it's super inexpensive it's a hundred dollars for the year but i joined in september so i get the rest of 2020 20, what, what year are we in? 2021? 2021. All right, so you get the rest. And you get 2020? <laughs> yes. yes. And 2019, 2018. Yes, I get all, all the awesome. back catalog, and then I get Man, next that's a, year. That's a great you deal. You can go as much as you want in 2020. Yeah. Great deal. Yeah. And because uh, I, I, for whatever reason, I'm just I, like, I want to shoot at an outdoor range every once in a while. Yeah. And I, you don't have to pay every time you go. That's cool. So, and they have the, they don't have targets there, but they have all the stands and uh, the, I think the handgun range goes up to 50 feet. And man, I, I thought of again, super novice, but shooting at seven yards, I'm like, man, yeah, I, I got this. Twenty five yards, it's a big different, difference. Different animal, big difference. A different, yeah. different animal. Mm. Out of because they only let you do ten shots because you have to load five in one magazine, five in the other. Drop the magazine, put it in, make sure everything's safe. They give you like a weed whacker thing to put through to make sure that they know that. The, the gun isn't armed, and uh, I, I got four on the target. Three of them inside the circle. That's one good. of them outside of the circle. This is at 25 feet? 25 yards. 25 yards. So like 75 feet. I, th- I hear different versions of it, but it's, I've heard the, the average gunfight is um, three shots within three yards or six shots within six yards. Like, okay. So, like, uh, so 25 shots at 25 yards? 
Very rare. <laughs> very, very, very rare. So you could almost say, like, if a guy is 25 yards away, why would you be shooting at him? Right. Yeah. You know, unless he's shooting at you. I guess. Right. Or, so that, or that, he's shooting at somebody else and you need to shoot him. And that was interesting because these guys are all, guys that are running it, it's weird to be the young guy in the room. Oh, wow. All, all the people running it were not super old, but super into it and all volunteering. Right. So that, that was cool. And the other good thing is that they have uh, an NRA-rated safety course, which is supposed to be really good that I want to go to, I want to send my wife to. So, right. Yeah, so that's what I was doing earlier today. Yeah. So no uncomfortable experiences. Because sometimes you'll see people that are new to the game kind of, like they can just do silly things. Like you'll see you'll see videos of people like taking yeah. pictures or doing, or or something for the gram. Like I, when I, anytime I go to a range when I'm gone, I try to go on the the days that aren't very busy. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't like too a party. I haven't been to the range nearly as much as you guys, but I don't like a party atmosphere. Mm-mm, nope. Yeah. No, I don't want to be there on I Friday where some guys a, with his girlfriend. I have a very very healthy respect for the power that that firearm yes. has. Yes. Over the weekend, I had a conversation with a, a a a friend of mine, and she was talking about she wanted to get she she had had some domestic violence thing. Okay. And she wanted to to get a gun, and I was trying to explain to her, you know. The pros and cons and what she should what she needs to know. So, so I was gonna good, come good, good. over here with with my stuff. So okay. I called one of the guys that's a police officer here and I go he he's just like, put the ammo in your glove box, have the firearm in your uh, in your trunk, and he goes, and bring your federal firearms ID. I go, What the hell's that? He we don't need that in Pennsylvania. You don't get a federal firearms ID. Okay. So he's like Go home, drop the gun off, then yeah. come to the school. Best way to do it. Yeah. So that's cool. That was a good experience. Yeah, yeah, super good. Timmy. What? Yes. There <laughs> is, there is. What's some of your experiences with, with uh, guns since you you don't have much else going on? I was, I was just shooting on um, Friday. What did, And what did you take with you? Yo, and I can bring guests, and they have a 100-yard range if you want to sight your rifles in. Nice. I'm not, I'm not very proficient with the rifle. Okay. Um, I, I like shooting handguns more than rifles. Um. They have a fifty-yard outdoor range if you want to sight in your hand. And I put the, I put the, um, I always envision if I need to get in a gunfight, it's going to be a guy about as far as we are. So that's why I put the target. And I okay. Just blast the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. I think you're probably <laughs> super accurate from there. But, um, yeah. So I do. I exchange privates with a, a guy who's like a FBI, former FBI agent, and he was like a firearms instructor and all that stuff. So I teach him jujitsu. He shows me some gun stuff. So we went to a range and we were. Uh, he was giving me like different little drills to do. Um, it was cool because he was noticing like sometimes I would uh, flinch when I would shoot. Like I would kind of like, I forget what he called it, but I would, uh, so you could see my hand flinching down and like pushing, like bracing for the for the shot. So then he would take the gun and either take a bullet out or put one in. So I wouldn't know whether it was going to oh, go off Oh, you told me not. about this before, yeah. And uh, just to get me to stop, to make my trigger squeeze the same whether the gun goes off or not right. and when it doesn't go off you really see it yes. your, your your hand Definitely jerked down so i'm still trying to understand the difference between a, like the, yeah. the physical difference between a pull and a squeeze right because it's like squeeze it don't pull it or pull it right. don't squeeze it. i'm like bro he actually calls it a press trigger okay. press he calls it trigger press um and he had me shooting one-handed which was kind of cool it was the first time i shot one-handed right. and he said i was actually more accurate one-handed than i was uh using holding it with yeah holding it with two hands and i was shooting a, i have a compact 10 millimeter so it's a very Ooh. powerful yeah <laughs> but shooting that one-handed was it was pretty fun so what'd you take with you you said you were shooting the other day what did you you had the the 10 millimeter this is 10, i just brought the 10 millimeter that's right. the one i carry how many rounds you put through it uh about 100 nice that's a good time i i how about you what did you i mean just the nine millimeter i had but they were they were taught like some of the rules are you can't they don't let you conceal carry there, mm-hmm. and also you can't fire from your holster. Oh, that was that was the other thing we worked on was firing from the holster. So um, <laughs> they were saying it's too much unless you're in. Th- these guys were saying unless you're in active law enforcement, right? He goes, "There's too much room for error." Go on YouTube and look at look at the videos. Oh, but the, the fails. Yeah, so this guy had me drawn from the holster, and he said, "Like normally, like the the guys at the range wouldn't." Yeah, most allow don't do allow it. you. Yeah, um, but because I was with this guy who was a a law enforcement guy, there was another another cop there that was with us. Um, so he had me doing that a little bit, which is it does make it a big difference. You're, uh, you know, 
after Trigger you shoot, shoot a couple times, yeah, 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 exactly. that, right? you gotta you just really pay attention to all that stuff. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, and they they usually break it down too. They'll break it down into the clearing because you got to clear your shirt, your whatever it is you're wearing, in order to get it out of the right. way to get the to get the yeah. He's had culture. me do different drills with that, like uh, clearing the shirt one handed, mm -hmm. uh, both hands. Like police officers, they were talking about because the corrections officers use the range there, and they were saying they have to. I think the term is qualify. Mm -hmm. but do you guys know how? What is it, like typical distances that people need to qualify? Like, if you're a police officer, like what would be a typical qualification? Like, how do you qualify for your firearm? From a distance, I I don't know. I think the uh, usually it's I would anywhere different between departments have different. They do, but the, some some uh, agencies, depending on the state, there's a state guideline. So like you'd have to qualify twice a year, and you have to qualify at different rates. You, you generally, unless you're doing like sniper work or what have you, right. like you're you're a marksman for this for the for the um for the department then you'd have you know you'd have all the long rifle stuff right but the handgun i don't think they'll go anything further than 25 yards okay so and it's everything in between there and then there's the differences like one arm one hand oh, clearing really? yeah there's clearing jams they'll tell you it, they could tell you it's jammed and you have to you know clear around and then re-rack and drop the mag put it back in um sometimes there's safety drills as well where they'll they'll make you decock and holster every time if you're moving so okay. let's say you're going sometimes it's just straight so it's just like the target's in front of you you vary the distance and that's it but there's other times where you'll have you'll have to move they'll have you moving and then they may have an instructor next to you i've seen that where they'll have an instructor next to you moving from side to side telling you giving you instructions going into certain places i've never been in the shoot house um you've been in a shoot house right um no i haven't been in like a real shoot house we did drills in a house but we weren't shooting. Right. That was that. Uh, was that that class you took a while ago? No, that was uh, with the same. Oh, okay. Same guy. Same guys. It was, it, so going back to the the Holmesburg thing, it's it was it's in a weird place too because it's right down the street from a bunch of prisons near the prison. That's yeah. where the uh, CFCF Holmesburg. They're all. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. Was that uh, on, state, that's on State it, Road. Yeah, the, uh, on State Road. The DOC. But it's behind the bomb unit and the SWAT team. So you right. have, if you don't know where this place is, if you put the address in, you're never gonna find it. And it take you have to cut through these two different parking lots. People are super serious, which I appreciate. And I, I go this morning. I get there to sign up. Dudes are rolling out muskets. They have like black powder time. <laughs> and uh, but one of the guys there was was basically berating one of the people in the new safety class. You're not supposed to be walking down range with your firearm. But they told us. So the guy was doing it correctly. He said, you hold, you got the piece of yellow plastic through it and you know it's safe if it's held up. They didn't, they never said you couldn't walk down range with it, but I guess okay. that's something that they didn't cover explicitly than this guy. Then two of the instructors got into an argument over that. It was, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> all, and ranges all have different, they, they all conduct themselves in a different way. I was at the one like the Del Ram Jr. Marshman, my, my, uh, we were like shooting skeet. Is it skeet or is it trap? Whatever the one I, I, that. I, well, yeah, clay, right? Whatever it is, they shoot pull. One of those right. things. We were doing that. And they had their shooting skeet was something else. Hey, <laughs> that. And then I was at a place in uh, the Northeast or like okay. Bristol, and they had a whole that, different that, set. High tech one or no? I don't think it's, right. it's like it's called Ready Aim Fire. I think it is. All right, and that's where you rent a gun. Last time I was there. I you don't bring the, your own, or you can. Rent. You can. Okay. You can, but you can also rent because I didn't. I didn't have one, so. Um, I rented rent something and I'll give it back. No. That's kind of cool to do. Yeah. Like you can usually they have, they sometimes they have cool guns to rent, but uh, it's also a good way to like um, try something out before you buy it. Right. You know, go in and rent it. Yeah. I want to get used to the two different, you know, because I have two Berettas, handguns, but I just want to get used to both of them. And Did you buy them because they're Italian made? No, no. I, I actually bought them because my friend Eric, who trains mm -hmm. one of the black belts here, uh, was in is into firearms and he's a Beretta guy and I said look I'm gonna get one what do you what do you recommend he goes Berettas are rock solid you can't go wrong with them and I was looking for the stories when I walk into the gun store at the beginning of the pandemic the line outside was and we probably talked about this on a prior podcast I, I was buying a firearm because of the people that were in line buying firearms <laughs> you know I I didn't get there for that reason and I walk up guys what do you want uh Said like a Beretta PX4 Storm, please. Act like I know what the like. I just, he's like, we don't have one of those. He goes, well, do you have something else in mind? I go, nah, bro. Shot my load on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna need your help. 
He goes, well, we have this Beretta APX. It's a good gun, this, that, and the other. I was like, all right, take it. Yeah, the, the gun shops are always interesting. Gun, all, everything gun-related. Sometimes the weird thing, too, is if you're like, you're like, oh man, what are you shooting? The guys are here. He'll hand, they'll hand right. you the yeah, gun. Yeah, no, and everyone's very, oh, yes, yeah, very, uh, very offering with their guns. Friendly. I saw some Trump twenty twenty four hat. A lot of that. Yeah, you see yeah. a lot of a Trump lot of stuff that. at yeah. gun stuff, gun shows. So. But then you're not allowed. You bring your own targets, but you're not allowed to bring targets that have human photos on them. Okay. <laughs> we know what that's about. Right. So. Let's go right into uh, the UFC, guys. What do you think? Or our predictions on Lawler versus Diaz? Did you what, see it, Timmy? What I don't. Did I say Diaz would win? No, because no, I want to change my prediction if yeah, I did. Do, you want to change your <laughs> post-diction. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you watch it? What did you yeah, of course I watched okay. it. I know, did you guys watch it? I no, felt, so I didn't. Go ahead. I watched Andrade and Carcillo or whatever. Mm-hmm. What was the other prelim fight? Uh, that was a main Blades? fight. Blades? Yeah, that's what Curtis, I'm talking about. Curtis Blades Curtis. and Rosenstrike. And then how many? Anything else? Then it was Diaz and Lawler. And then I fell Shev- asleep at the beginning Shev- of Tanko. Diaz and Lawler and woke up when the fight was over. And then I fell back asleep. Wow. Yeah. Shevchenko uh, fought. Shevchenko fought. Hershey uh, dominated that fight. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't know why they even did that fight. So let's go back to Lawler and Diaz. What? I since I fell asleep, cool. I didn't get a chance to watch. It was like a, Diaz looked better than I thought he would. Like I, I didn't. I thought like maybe after. Several years off, he'd be. How long has it been? And then when, it, when they changed, no, almost seven. Wow. Yo, what I love about that dude, he goes, I don't know how I even got this. I don't know who made this matchup. Bro, do you talk to any of your managers or are you making that <laughs> yeah, up? I don't. I don't he, he was saying that after the fight. Um, it was uh, it was cool. It, there was a little bit of kicks here and there, but then it was just like a boxing. It almost looked like a sparring match where it guys did. were just going to stand in front of each other and punch was each it other. TKO? Yeah, that's what they're that's what they're listening. Lawler landed like a nice like third right round, forty four seconds. Yeah, landed like a nice right hook. Diaz went down to a knee, and then laid down, try to get Lawler to come into his guard, and then um, Robbie Lawler w- told him to stand up, and Diaz was like, eh. he's like, nah. He just like waved his hand off and, and told the ref, he's like, I'm not fighting. Oh, re- is that- just quit. Oh, but it was uh, I. It was weird. Like I, I wouldn't. I didn't. Ex- I, would, I don't expect him to quit. But I also wouldn't. I almost feel like uh, I don't know. I wouldn't call him a quitter, even though he, he even he though he quit quit yesterday. Okay. Yeah, it, it just seems like he didn't want to be there. From the he never seems like he want to be there though. But from the very beginning of the fight, he didn't have the same like look on his face, the same intensity. The he stuff. Just, He's like, I should be fighting Kamar Usman. Why am I fighting uh, Robbie Lawler? That would have been real bad. If yeah. He, if he had yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I I did watch. I started to watch some of it and then I just shut up. I was like, nah, it looked like a sparring session. It yeah. was a very, like, it was like cool boxing exchanges. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what but I think they should do, I really hope they do more fights like that. Just like cool fights. Like neither one of like Lawler and Diaz aren't ever going to fight. What year did fight. they fight? It was 17 years ago. Okay. What? Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Blades versus Rosenstrike? That kind of went, I thought Blades would beat him a lot easier. Okay. But it went Man, exactly Blades how it, had that that knee that he caught to the eyeball was yeah was pretty rough. He yeah, he, he powered through that. I Cormier was saying something, and I 100 percent agree with it. Is he was like, if you look how good like Blades moves, like his sort of like footwork and his movement is up and down, and his his wrestling shots, he looks like he's so good. It's like how does he ever lose a fight? But he always has like tough. Like I feel like he should have put Rosenstrike away in like the first or second round. Okay. With how good, like how clueless Rosenstrike was on the ground and how sort of easily he was able to get Can him down. tell me where Rosenstrike is from? Suriname. He, okay. you, know, you know who he used to train with? Used was to train the, with yeah. uh, Greg from Aruba. He, I guess he was living in Aruba for Who's a while. Greg from, oh, I remember Greg. Yeah, Aruba and Greg. I think they might I like Aruba you know, you know the famous line about Greg? Greg, fighting like a bitch. <laughs> Who, Roland? Roland. Roland said yeah, that yeah. about him, man. Yeah. I like Gray. He was a nice guy. Super Ride his nice. bicycle everywhere, that, yeah. that dude. Yeah. If you ever go to Aruba, he'll hook you up. Word? Yeah. Um, we still got, is there still a balance out there? I believe so. Nice. Balance Aruba. Yeah, he was He was training there. He was training with him. He was undefeated. Up, up until a couple years ago. Then he went to the American Top Team. Yeah. Now he's defeated. Multiple times. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, like, uh, he has, like, zero ground game. And like. Joe, can anybody tell me why Joe Rogan wasn't calling the fight, or is he just not? He's calling? on a hunting trip. They said. Oh, all right, he's hunting elk. 
I think a hunting trip. Yeah, I don't know where it, what he's hunting. So. I didn't watch the rest after I fell asleep uh, waking up. The Volkanovski and oh, Ortega fight that? About that. was five like round, right? One of the best fights. Five rounds decision. Yeah, it was one of the best fights. What about I've the Shevchenko fight? Eh. Eh? It well, was just like like that girl didn't really the TKO KO. Lauren Murphy was that who she fought? Yes. Was it a TKO? Lauren Murphy. It says TK. It says KO TKO. I went to bed at that fight. Okay. So back to the uh, Shevchenko. I'm sorry. Back to the the, the what was it? Vol- Volkanovski. 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 Ortega. Was- uh, so I only saw pictures of Ortega after it looked. From the pictures after, it looks like Volkanovski beat the crap out of him. Yeah, they both took some punishment. Ortega looked good in the first two. And then in the third, there were some really close submission attempts, from what I read. So Ortega, Ortega drops Volkanovski and jumps on a like a guillotine from the mount. Like it, it was like the tightest guillotine you've ever seen. Like from the mount, it looked right. like it was like completely over. And somehow Volkanovski gets out, gets an underhook, scrambles up to the top, takes him down, and just starts beating the shit out of him. And then like thirty seconds after that, he ends up in a super tight triangle. He's in like. Looks like he's about to die from the triangle, and then he gets out of that, jumps back on top, and it was one of those rounds you you would be like, "There's no way Volkanovski can win this round after getting dropped and put in that submission." And then I think he won the round because he, as the round finished, he almost TKO'd Ortega. Ortega, Ortega couldn't really get up after the round. It's like people had to come in like help I was going to say, the, did that? Do you think that affected Ortega's round four and five? All the effort he put into both submissions. I think not just the effort that he put in, but, but the beating, beating he, took, that after. he took afterwards. Because then you could see Volkanovski just really poured it on. But it was, the, Ortega was super impressive because he couldn't get up after the third round. Like his corner had to pull him up off the ground. And uh, when the bell rang for the third, he was up on his feet. But then, yeah, for the fourth, when the bell rang, he was up on his feet ready to go. And the doctors were like, you know, they were. Several times they kept like asking him, like, how many fingers am I holding up? And he kept like getting it wrong. Okay. He was like looking all over the place, like looking. They were like, follow my finger. And he would like look away. Like he was pretty fucked up. Um, but as soon as the fight started, he was swinging like he was, it was like he was fighting on autopilot. Like between rounds, it looked like he had nothing left. Right. And then when he started fighting, he was like his back. Primal in. sense of defending his life probably yeah. kicked in. But he had, a, even at the very end of the fifth, he was swinging to try to take Volkanovsky's head off. So was that good of a fight? It was an amazing fight, yeah. Especially from round three on. Volkanovski looks to me, like physically he reminds me of like a newer, better Sean Shirk. Yeah, he's a, super impressive in that the guys that he's fighting are so much bigger than him. He's like a, he's like, looks sure, like he's like, yeah. looks like, he's like five two. Yeah. And he's fighting like Ortega and Holloway who are these really tall, long fighters who normally you would see those guys have an advantage, but he... uh and he's like out striking them on the feet with jabs and getting in and throwing kicks and stuff. It's super impressive. Um, but that fight was amazing. And then the fight earlier in the night was Marias and uh, Marab. Kyle's boy, Marab. That guy. Because he, lo- I read that. I, I didn't. I didn't watch the prelims, but I read about it. And he lost the first round, according to what Sherdog was saying. I don't know. That was another thing where I don't know if he he got almost knocked unconscious like he got dropped like three times okay and then he got a hold of marias took him down and finished the fight on top like beating the shit out of him it was, okay. another, it was another one where you could have said like halfway through the round there's no way he can win this round and then at the end of the round like marias could barely get off the ground so if they did you know nine point whatever if it was a 10 9 9 round yeah right yeah um and even cormier called it he's like he's like man if marias doesn't finish this I don't know if he's going to be able to finish the fight. Like, what happens in the next round? He, Marias was done. Really? Couldn't do anything. Just got the shit beat out of him. TKO, ground yeah. pound? Yeah, it was just a, a brutal beating after that. I think he got he got dropped with the right hand and then just pounded on the yeah, ground. Yeah, Kyle's real high on that guy, Marias. It, it was crazy, the pace that he put on him. Like, the amount of, like, ground and pound and aggression and just very impressive. So all in all, how'd you feel about the the production in general? Just the, the fights, everything. It was good. Dude, UFC, another, UFC another, I haven't incredible. watched a UFC in a while, maybe like a year, year and a half. The production just keeps There's getting better. There's no, better. Yeah. yeah, no, no sport can compare to the UFC. I it's, don't know about is, that. I yeah, don't know if a, no sport can quite compare. Quite a bit of hyperbole, but okay. I, no, I, I think you're wrong. What sport's I, better? Formula One, from a production standpoint. <laughs> there you go. 
The NFL. So wait, you show a car? How how long is that? <laughs> See, bro, this is this is where your little small mind <laughs> shows itself. Right, it's peeking out. So videotaping a car going. They going. Well, that's line not or even production. No, come on, so don't even embarrass yourself here. We're talking about total complete production. Mm-hmm. F one has it down because you can go in the cockpit of whatever car you want to watch. Wow. You have the ability to look at three or four different angles. There's it, The data is unbelievable. You, it's impossible to do similar in, in the UFC. Why? They have different angles in the UFC. You get into the corner of each, each fighter. Didn't they used to have a ref cam? Well, that's another. No, I think it was Pride. Pride, Pride, had, Pride a had a ref cam. I like the ref cam. But from a pure production, how it's produced... I think other sports can do more things than the UFC can based on the animal that, uh, pardon me, that mixed martial arts is. Disagree. (laughs) Even the NFL, though, even a football game, the the production levels are incredible. They're just introducing the telestrator in in MMA. Anybody can fucking shoot different angles of stuff. That's not impressive. There's multiple angles in every UFC fight. I'm, I'm not even going to try and explain it to you because you're butchering. They have that it. new camera that ma- it makes the guys look like they're made a, in a video game or something. You've seen that? In what? In the UFC. They, no, they have this like weird camera that makes it look almost- They have in-cockpit cameras? Almost they have so real. Well, they don't have a cockpit. Oh, okay. So, nah. so it's not the same. In other news, uh, John Jones, bro. John Jones. Uh, Tim loves this, man. Yo, Tim, come Tim, on, thinks, really? Tim thinks he could Yo, be a redemption story. you got a smile story. on your face. He said that John Jones is a redemption story. How? He just got a You know what? A dark past- does not prohibit him from having a bright future. Yeah. Tim's exact words. DV, he got charged on DV. Yeah. Um, uh, but when Conor McGregor does it, Tim shits all over Conor McGregor. Come on, son. I don't get Timmy, it. I don't are you going to defend I don't yourself? I get the joke here. There, uh, no, what am no I defending? Joke. No. So there was a, in our group chat. One whites of, only, right? This is the whites only group chat? No, nah, there's, there's some people of color. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, well, there's there's only one white guy yeah. in the chat. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> right on white crime. Hey, so there's right. only, yeah, there's only one pure right. white so guy. You're, so let's European? go. Yeah. So what are we talking about? What we- um, he said, "Oh, look, like uh, when John Jones gets arrested, Dana White says he has Who, a lot of demons." Huh? Who's he? Uh, the guy in the chat. Okay, because you said he name. said, and there's three of us. People we are going to ta- think well, it's me. Well, we were me. talking about the chat before. Yeah, I know, but he makes it sound like one of them is might the be chat. me. One of the guys in the chat. Okay. Um, well, he's in the chat. He could have said it. Yeah, that's why I'm And then he said, but he, when Connor gets in trouble, he says, hey, this is the fight game. And I said, you just, you can't compare John Jones' criminal history to any other UFC fighter. Even if, if Connor has like. Connor McGregor has a felony assault of a bus. Yeah. A whole so, bus. Okay, one time. He attacked John Jones, that man in a bar. Okay, two. But I don't, he think, just I don't think there was. MGMA. I don't think, yeah. I, okay, but where are the criminal charges? I don't know. How look many times? John him up. Jones has look weapons charges, multiple DUIs, multiple. Hit, and, hit and runs. My favorite part is they found Viagra in the car. I think was cocaine as well. Yeah, and, one of yeah them. multiple drug charges. He's just, and he's got PED violations. And what else? PED violations. So, yes. so and this saying that consi- John is Jones the, is the GOAT of criminal behavior uh, okay. amongst UFC champs. Even better than that other guy that's in prison for the rest of his life? He beat the. What are we judging it on? Was he a UFC champ? I don't believe. Lee I said amongst no, nah, the guy I that said, really beat the bra- he really beat his girlfriend real bad. And he oh, war machine. No, war machine. I said amongst UFC champions. Yeah, he's the best. Oh, I didn't hear you say yeah. champions. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's my point. I think the greatest criminal ever to come out of the UFC is still Lee Murray. Definitely Lee Murray. Yeah. Wait, why is that? Because he they stole like thirty million dollars, thirty million six, pounds, sixty million, sixty million pounds out of a bank in uh, in England, and then he skated to. Cash. What, what country was he in? It was the largest cash heist in history. He's in uh, Morocco. He's still in a Moroccan prison now. So he was just living the high life in Morocco because I think he's ethnically Moroccan. Also famously known for knocking out Tito Ortiz in a street fight back in the day wow. before he Went was the in the Went the distance with Anderson Silva. Yeah. He was a bad dude. So what, what Look we, up Lee Murray. Look look him up. Check him out. What do you think this means for John Jones? Is no, it just it's you, not gonna be anything? You yeah. got him. It's a it's a, like how many times is this dude like, come on, Mr. Meaner D V, I'm not you know we don't know everything that's going on, but misdemeanor domestic violence can, you know. This it's a misdemeanor. He'll be fine. Right. He's fine. And you, is he married or is this a partner? Yeah. Who is he? I don't know who he's. He's got a bunch of kids. Yeah. I think he's married. Oh, yeah? He yeah. does? I don't know who he roughed up or what the. Right. There's no details. It seems like the, the more famous you are, important you are. He, uh, no one tells I don't, me. I'm not familiar with that. When's his next that fight? Race. When was his He doesn't have one schedule. He's, he's. He was um, supposed to fight heavyweight, right? He's. He said he wants to. 
get up to 270 pounds and then he wants Cut to fight down for the to title. 265? And he wants to fight for the title. That's his plan. But he Well, hopefully his legal issues said, don't get in the way. In the interview I saw, he said uh early 2022 or mid 2022, he said is when he's hoping to fight. May 20. Yeah, I mean, I think he's just a, fine. he's just, just a clown. You know, but here most of the time these guys that can perform get second, third and fourth mm. chances based on their abilities and skill. Well, I, I think that's it with him that he, yeah. he is he is the best and even with all this horse shit that he does, he's still he's so good. Yeah. He can do he's scary good. It's so it's like the yeah. when you hear the stories of Michael Jordan playing cards until, you know, all night long and then go then going to the game and dropping, you know, fifty on him or right. something. Like he mm-hmm. this guy is so great that he can do all this fucking around, taking Viagra, crashing cars, right. you know, beating up I don't know who he beat up, but he's so good that it's just one can of you imagine he's the greatest arguably the greatest MMA fighter of all time and you get into a he he gets into domestic violence altercations like how terrifying that must be for his wife or partner right. terrifying and d- listen and what's going to happen what'll happen uh, to probably wasn't that terrifying for her she's probably used to it I, I yeah I can't speak on that I don't know I don't have intimate knowledge but just look thinking about him attacking a much smaller much weaker woman do you think you do you think he used that sidekick to her leg no i might have Ooh, did the back spinning elbow spinning elbow yeah press her against first. the cage and then back spinning elbow to her, yeah. her face i just want i just wonder what it means for him like it just seems like he's done this over and over again like you said the ped violations and nothing it's just like everyone's still waiting to see him he hasn't been canceled never, maybe you never. think maybe this cancels him i don't know can mma fighters canceled? be canceled no why can't no they? Because cause Dana White said he's going to still, he doesn't care about that shit. He just wants people to fight. Right. So it doesn't matter. if As long as he's not in jail, he's going to fight. Yeah. You know? But if the parent, if the big company, listen, it's whose bank is bigger. So if ESPN says, hey, are they in partnership? But ESPN doesn't own them. They're just No, no, ESPN right? just has the, the, the distribution rights, right. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so ESPN the, could say we're not going to show his fights. And or I, the other, what's the company that owns the And I can almost guarantee you, like Dana White would be like, okay. Is it? We'll just IMG, Morrison, IMG, whatever. Yeah. If they, you know, Tim, you own stock in IMG, don't you? I did. I sold it. Oh, really? How'd you make know. out? I made out great on the IMG stock, and then I reinvested into some other bullshit. Yeah, what'd you reinvest in? Dogecoin? I don't even know. Dogecoin? No, You're Dogecoin no, guy? No. Did either of you guys watch any of the WNO? Who's no. number one? Yes. Go what ahead. matches did you watch? I watched. Um, Kynan's match. Kynan versus Dame. I watched Mikey Musumeci get submitted. Which I watched. Was, I mean, were you surprised by that? Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, he looked smaller than Gabriel Souza. He is small. He's small. I think he's fighting at that's a one fifty five. Is it right? Yeah. And he's like one thirty five. I think he might have competed at one twenty five too. But but Souza looked like he had his way with him. Yeah, Mikey. In matches I've seen him go against like much bigger guys, they kind of overpower him. Well, I've seen him go against like so. I've seen him maybe once go in the gi against somebody about 150 pounds bigger mm-hmm. than him, and it wasn't too awful for him. But now there's another. He went against this guy Orlando Montero, who's like a 200 pound like good black belt, right? And the guy just speaking like, of Orlando, belt. did you see Orlando in Tex? I did see that. We yeah. have a question about it. Okay. Um, so I'll hold off. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Um, what do you think of Kanan versus Bame? It was good. He's. I saw a, a video where he goes for the straight ankle lock and it like cranked the shit out of it. I think he claimed that he broke. He claimed Bame's that he broke foot. it, but I, then I watched the match because I seen that clip and then I watched the match and then I saw him do it and then they both just stood back up and they went from the feet again. But Gordon also claimed to have broken Kane, broken Bame's arm in their match. Yeah, well. people claimed to. Like breaking something to me means like it's broken and like if you were to stand up on it, it would fold it's, out from it's underneath. In pieces. Yeah, yeah. If you isn't break that what arm, it means? Isn't that I the, think like, so, yeah. I think I think the to, medicinal term in D nine. I think to jujitsu guys, they just mean that it popped. Gotcha. Because right. like when they say they fight. Yeah, because like, and I tell people, like, like you get in a heel hook, it's, it'll pop. Like your ankle will pop. It's, I've I've never seen a straight ankle lock break an ankle. Okay, I've seen it break a shin if the guy was cra- like like one time. I think I've, I saw. It. I've had you know like I think the ligaments in my yeah, foot yeah, got yeah. super stretched on a. Straight I don't. I've foot. never seen a heel hook break a leg. I've seen it. You know what? Pop I, things. It's very difficult to do because I tried to do that one time. Tried to, to break to, somebody's leg. 
yeah, try to break their ankle. Okay. I wanted to see if I could do it. And um just it like didn't it work. Was, were they a willing nah, participant? No, they weren't. No. No, no, they weren't. Okay. And uh luckily uh, luckily I couldn't manage to do it. And I've re- I was really trying. It's a very awkward trying very to break awkward, uh, it was a very were, awkward were you situation. letting them know i'm trying to break your yeah, leg i think i was i may have been um but you know <laughs> it was like three in the morning eh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah but what that, about the big the big upset amanda levy and amanda gabby levy garcia? defeated gabby garcia what that was she awesome. had a rear naked choke that if gabby garcia wasn't as strong as, as yeah. big as she was it was fully fi- locked in she finishes 99.9 percent of the world with that rear naked choke yeah Really? And Gabby Garcia just basically she gets her fingers her on it yeah. and just was able to yeah. pull it off. Yeah, that really? was so. Did she you, lost by decision. She uh, Gabby Garcia lost by decision, but oh, that's what? it was impressive. And did you hear what happened at the at the press conference the day before? Yeah, yeah. About uh, they wanted to know how much Gabby Garcia weighs, and she says it's in my contract. I don't have to weigh in. Yeah, and they all started bitching. I think Amanda Levy said something too, and Gabby Garcia goes, "You win more world titles or something, or you yeah, win yeah. as many world titles as I have, and you won't have to weigh in." Yeah, hoisted upon her own petard. <laughs> what do you think? What do you What do you think the difference in weight was? Because I don't know. I know who Gabby well, Garcia is, of course. But Gabby Garcia is probably Amanda Levy's not a pounds. small person. No, but she's not two hundred pounds. She. What do you think? Maybe one sixty, one seventy. She weighs. Maybe, maybe. Are they the same height? Because this no, is no, huge. no. Gabby Garcia is like six two. Yeah, no. Yeah, remember you said next to her. That's a photo with her. Yeah, she did bigger than me and Pete. Yeah, yeah. She bought. You know, she she pushed your man out of the way. I bet you seventy five to eighty pounds. Weight difference, yeah. at least 75 at least. to 80 pounds. Yeah. Wow. It was super impressive. Yeah. And cool. It's just a cool, it's like a, she's like a local person. Yeah. 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 Um, I, and I've, I've interacted with she's her. She's a super she nice lady. Nice, yeah. Gabby Garcia? Amanda Levy. Amanda Levy. Yeah. Man, I wonder, I don't know if I've ever seen, um, seen her before. But that WNO is awesome. There's tons of like upset matches, tons of people getting some. Yo, and, and they're not afraid to make killer matchups in the first round. Yeah. I saw, um, the Rutolos been, I think, both of them are in the sim- finals. Submitted now. everybody. Yeah, the guy Micah Galval. I watched his matches. He submitted. Um, Otto's really making a name for itself. Otto's proven who's who's number who one. Ru- who runs? <laughs> who's number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's crazy. Um, other yeah. the other thing, and did you, did you see the Nikki Rod interview? Yeah, I did. Nikki Rod sent it to me. Yeah, oh, I, I gotta. I got to set it up somehow. <laughs> Nikki Rod shooting shots at the goat. Yeah, I I don't believe any of that stuff. No, no. I mean, well, what was I th- that? he was he was saying that uh, everything he learned he learned from Nikki Ryan and Craig Jones. He, I think he, he's like John didn't really teach us. He's like all the learning was done. A lot of the help I got, but were, that's that's the case in any gym. And any so, school. but these guys like, are all. I want to go back and watch the flow film that they made when they were training there yeah. and see what the fuck they said then, which was two weeks ago before right. they left. I was, that's, I, I, that's what I texted you. I was like, well, which time were they lying? Yeah. Now, now or they, yeah. when they were saying but John the Donahue is the greatest? Yeah. False in one or false in all? Yeah. You can believe them to be false in all. What I do think, it's a smart move on Nicky Rod's part to gain the liking and following of a lot of Gordon haters. Everyone that hates Gordon? Yeah, yeah. everyone that hates Gordon would likely dislike Nicky Rod through the association and maybe how he was carrying himself at the yeah. time. And now we're like, yeah, fuck that dude. We're Nicky yeah. Rod. We're Nicky Rod fans. Um, if, they, if Gordon does the weight class, they could be in the same weight class. It'd be cool if they got matched up first round. And did, did I send you the thing where uh, somebody asked Donaher about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I'm a 55-year-old guy. I don't get involved in, in this the, the soap opera stuff. He goes, if you want to get better, train. Yeah, that's what I like about him is that he doesn't – he's just – he's like, if you, if you, if you want to be the best in the world, I'll teach you. Right. I don't care what you do. You could kill people in your off time. He's like, I don't care to show up and get better at right. jiu-jitsu. That's yeah, all yeah, I yeah. care about. That's, Pure that's, that's really the way the gym should be, you know? At all times, not worried about what's going on. Because a lot of people, you know, that's not a representative of a black belt. But if you're not running that type of, you know, socially based idea of what a martial arts program should be, what the hell do you care what type of person is? Yeah, all he he cares about is making people good at jujitsu. Right. And that's it. Have you ever trained with Donna No. No? No, me neither, no. But I really respect the guy, regardless of, I'd rather even not meet him, ever talk to him. Right. Because I could continue to respect and- and love what he does yeah. as an inspiration. Because anytime I've gotten close to people that 
I've admired it never it's never turned out well you never want to meet the wizard yeah no you yeah you just want to see him work like in the wizard of oz when they see who's behind the curtain it's just yeah it's, i old. just want to i just pay no attention I, to the man behind the just curtain just want to see what the wizard produces that's it that's all question you want to go into questions to me let's see pull Did you guys up, buddy. see uh oh let's go what's yeah. on your what's on your mind uh, uh anthony joshua lost lost all of his titles to alexander Usyk. he didn't lose just one all of them two wait a minute three. that fight was last night yeah saturday yeah. i didn't even I think it was, it was saturday, saturday afternoon, afternoon yeah. yeah i wasn't even paying attention yeah, England, nobody right? knows yo he murdered his payday against tyson fury if they were ever gonna yeah. fight yeah. talk about crazy but go ahead um did yeah, you, nobody, I didn't. I saw the results. I, I, I saw, had no I idea. Saw, I saw some clips. Nobody did. I I didn't know it until Friday. I'd heard of Yuresk. Yusik. Yusik. I've heard of him, but he's like a heavyweight Lomachenko. He's a Ukrainian. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's he doesn't jump around and do all that dumb okay. shit. But he's he's like I, he might be an Olympic champ. He's like what's his pro record? I don't know, fourteen and zero or something. All right. He's really good. He's uh. I started watching him like a year ago because I had heard, and he's also kind of like crazy when you see him at press conference. He's always like screaming and um, acting weird. Okay, but he's a very interesting character. Did you watch the fight? I just watched clips. Okay, um, so what did what did what, uh, Joshua got fucked up? Really? Yeah. A lot of people don't like never been very high on Joshua. They say he's a paper champion. They and, say that about every champion. Yeah. Though. They said that about Klitschko. They said it about Lennox Lewis. They say it about everybody. Um, but Usyk beat his ass. Really? And uh I mean was it was, was, it, got was it a, up too, was it it a was, decision? Was it, it was a decision. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. Um but so, I and I saw the last round and as the fight ended you could see Joshua was like glad it was over. Yeah, he was spent. Yeah. Hey man, let's um, he always was he I, I wonder what did you see any press conferences or anything afterwards? No. No. Cuz Usyk doesn't really speak much English. Right. And Joshua's usually like, yeah, man, listen, when he took that L to Ruiz, he was like, yeah, he got me. That was it. Yeah, he's right. not interesting. He's not an interesting character. Not yeah. like Wilder or Fury. Right. He's not He's not one of those guys. So, But after Fury beats Wilder, then we can see the Usyk, time, Usyk right? versus Fury, which will be I a might, What do you think? Usyk can... Mm. Tyson Fury is a that's, different type of animal. You know, yeah, His box is really good. His length. cool is because yeah. it'll be two like extremely skilled boxers. Are you, um, you're, so you're totally counting Wilder out? Yes. Okay. I think when Wilder started blaming his trainer yeah. and his and his costume. I read an, art, an article. It had seven different excuses he had. He blamed his trainer. He said it was the water. He said it was the, the costume. The, the costume. Um, he said Fury's gloves. There was excuse after excuse. Bro, it's crazy. It's Come on, man. Like, did you... Did you make seven different reasons why you won every fight prior to that? Mark Breland, if, if you if he genuinely says those are the reasons I lost, then he won't work on the skills he needs to right. to build. To Yo, his back. trainer Breland was is world Rock famous solid. was a, cha- yeah. a champ. For him to accuse him of like setting him up and being part of the the, the yeah, Fury it's fucking, camp, it's fucking it was, bullshit. It was a bunch of bullshit. I think Fury so. broke him when he bro- when he came up after the first fight. After that, he you know when he was showboating after right. the knockdown. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's a pretty amazing thing. Timmy, questions? Questions. Um, How many do we have? Three. Awesome. Alicious. Oh, man. Yo, she's keeping the show alive. <laughs> she's yep. our number one fan. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah she's, she's the best. The former, she's like 215. Go to um, yep. Snackies or whatever that, that place is, uh, that sandwich joint in Chester. Who's number one is pretty awesome. What's the best match? Biggest shocker. Got to be. Uh, Usamechi getting submitted? No, no. I think uh, Amanda Levy... All, coming as close to a submission as I've ever seen not getting finished and yeah. continuing to win that match. Yeah, I don't know if that... You think that's a bigger shock than Mikey getting submitted? I think submitted? so. I, I mean, did you think that Amanda Levy had any shot against Gabby Garcia? No. Yeah. But it's weird because, like, I've seen Amanda Levy compete and I've seen... Gabby Garcia never looks good to me like she never looks like she knows jujitsu she's just right, like she a, looks like she knows how to be like, big right she's just like a big oaf and like amanda levy has really good jujitsu so and she's preparing for mma I'm, I'm not i'm more surprised that people haven't figured out how to beat gabby garcia yet like i mean it's tough when you're not have, as big as her yeah yeah that was and she knows cool. enough jujitsu to to not get is that a problem that. we just don't have anyone well, Amanda, Le- yeah, Amanda Levy seems yeah, to be. Yeah, I was going to say Mikey getting submitted was the biggest shocker, but I, I ch- you changed my mind. All right. Gabby. Helped you with the right decision. Yeah. That's it. I appreciate Helped it. Right decision. That's <laughs> um, the way to move. Another one from Aliicious. Oh, she's like 215. All right. 
Should slams like the Big O slam be legal at pro events? Like who's number one? That's a good question. I think if they're legal and everybody knows about it, you should use them. That's not the question. I know. I'm I'm formulating a question. I'm formulating an answer. Okay. So should they be legal? I say leave it up to the the tournament promoter. <laughs> that doesn't answer the question. If you were you're organizing a pro grappling event, they, I would, I would who's number slam. one would, hires you? I say to, we got to we got to start adding slams. Okay. From I, like if if you can li- slams if, from the guard or so so like, slams whilst in a submission should I would say are fine in a pro level event. Yes. Give me an okay. example of that, please. Slam slams while you're in a submission. So you're in. A, I have you in an. Henry Gracie okay. versus Cameron Earl. That wasn't a submission. That was just guard. Did he just pick him up? Oh, that's just right. Put, pick yeah. him up out of full guard Yo, and slam them. Speaking of which, I ran in at balance. Do you remember a guy from the Gracie Academy by the name of Jerry? Fought MMA, sometimes had uh, lightning bolts in his head. I don't think so. Ran a ran a uh, a school called Roughnecks. I don't think so. Yeah, so he was at Balance. He was here visiting for the week. It was funny because I just see this random dude. Phil introduced me to him as Jerry. Then I come back and I'm looking at him. Phil introduces me again, just like telling me who he is. And I'm like, "Yo, you're from the Gracie Academy." I was like, "Yo, you know how scared I used to be of you? I would walk (laughs) in and you, you know, because the dude had this like aggressive. He almost looked like." Who's the kickboxer that... Uh, Tong Po. What's that? Tong Po. No, no, the kickboxer that uh, Ken Shamrock heel hooked. Patrick Smith. Patrick, he looked kind of like Patrick Smith. So I'm like, yo, is that Patrick Smith the first time I got there? And we were just talking about the old times. and. Fi- uh, I have to look at a picture of him. I, yeah, might, yeah. I might recognize my song. Yeah, su- su- super cool dude, but sorry, I, I didn't mean to... But yes, I would say slam. Slam. I was asking for an example of a slam. So said, I get you in an arm bar, okay. you pick me up and slam me oh, okay. to get out of it. Pick that's, me up off the ground. That's okay. You, you're saying that should so be. So if they were asking me, I think it's it, it's is this fine. A, this is just in in, in the jujitsu tournament. If he, right? he said if I were coordinating, if I was the matchmaker and rule setter, I would say that's fine because man, it's the same as when you get lifted on dumped on a takedown on a on on a uh, hip throw on a uh, you know like a body to body suplex something. Is, like there, that. A, is there a rank attached to it? Like it should only happen in well, black belt. Only if it's a pro, if it's a pro event. I, okay. I don't think it should be legal in tournaments. Like just regular grappling tournaments where like anybody can enter, um, but professional events, ADCC, it's legal to slam out of submissions. It is legal, correct? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't slam from the guard, but you can slam out of a submission. You can slam out of a submission, which I think that's that's a solid rule. I think there's a like fight to win as a dumb rule where you can slam from the guard, and it just and like, it counts. It counts like as towards yeah yeah. So that's weird. A weird. It's a weird rule. No, I think out of a submission, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so yes, it should be legal to slam out of submissions, but not uh, just the full guard. Pro fights and pro uh, pro pro grappling event. events, yes. Not with like white belt tournaments. I hope not. Um, this next one's from Askin BJJ. Oh, um, would you take on a washed up fighter for a camp, knowing they will in- knowing they will incur additional damage, like Nick Diaz? That's so that's a cool so no. Nick Diaz Nick Diaz comes to you and says, "I got a f- I'm fighting Robbie Lawler. I don't Will you train Nick, me?" Nick Diaz is washed up necessarily, right? So I would definitely take him on. But who could we? Evander say? Evander like, Holyfield. No, definitely not. So in, in our field, Diego Sanchez comes to you mm-hmm. and wants to fight. What do you say? Uh, but you can come, you can come to class. I'm not dedicating my time to training you, but you're not, you're not dedicating would, your time would, to training. I would corner him. Okay. I would be like, you come to class and train with my guys, but I'm not taking Putting any time extra my, effort. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'd likely just be like, yeah, same same deal. Like you you want to take the fight that's on you. If you want to come to classes or whenever, here's the schedule. This is when we train. Yeah. That's enough is, to you, get ready for that You'd probably fight. have some students that want to do stuff with him. Like, oh, yo, he's getting ready. Like, you oh, know, they always maybe do. when I was, you know, 100% healthy, I wanted to go bang with the cats. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, even if um, it was because you guys had a guy, there was a guy you guys knew that that he wrestled Severance, right, or fought Severance and he beat him. I think he had a draw with him. Was it Pat? That's uh, what Pat was. Stano. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but he wore that on his chest, like yeah, yeah like, that took like, him yeah. to a draw. I don't think Diaz is washed up. Clearly, past his prime. Yeah, he's. Past, but I think there should be the past prime league in the UFC. They Thirty-five have, and over. No, it doesn't necessarily. No, executive guys that are executive division. No. The executive function no it has how about if to the fans with- fans choice how about the fans choose no fans who, are idiots what fights they should watch no there's some out there that want to see no they should have you know 
like the fight yesterday, Diaz and Lawler is an amazing fight to make. Neither one of those guys is in their prime anymore. And neither one of those guys is going to compete for the title again. Right. But there should be a place for those guys who can't necessarily and shouldn't be competing with the young guys that are top five, top ten. So like 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 old timers day or yeah. something like at the baseball yeah. like, like legend, all legends, the, right. legends legends yeah where, right. where all the legends come IFL out and they did, IFL did a, a few of those and they were cool they did like um, well ADCC does those historic yeah, matches yeah like They're IFL many, IFL but. did like Henzo versus Pat Militich was a fight that oh yeah two guys that were kind of at the top and they never fought in their prime no they never fought in their prime but it was cool when they fought. Like they're both older, past their I, I prime. Would, I would look, prefer to, a grappling match, but I get it. I think it's still cool. Yeah. And it's, I wouldn't want to see like um, Nick Diaz fight Kamaru Usman. Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause, Let's see if you're saying it's a. Please not, don't. Because yeah. it, it doesn't look good for Usman and it would just be severe damage for, for Nick Diaz. But Diaz versus Law, especially because like the older guys, like what happened with Diaz yesterday, he got hit. And he's like, he's like, you know what? I don't feel like getting fucked up anymore. Yeah. It's funny his, when you call a thirty-seven-year-old an older guy. His uh, his interview afterwards, he's like, you know, I was leaking pretty bad. He's like, I don't want to make too much of a mess. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, we have another question. No, that was it. That was it. All right. L- uh, hate on sight. Oh, you want me to start? Yeah, let's go. Finally, had a bad uh, customer service interaction at Chick Fil A. Really? Yes. Wow. This is your hate on site. It's my hate on site. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I felt like I was I, I was feeling generous. I don't know why. Okay. So whatever my food came to, I was paying with cash. It was like two dollars and fifty cents. I was like, I mean, just put, put it in a tip jar. Kid never takes the money out of the register, and you could see he's confused and he doesn't know what to do. And I go, <laughs> no one tips. Well, I go. Hey, I was like, what are you going to do? He said, well, I was like, is that money going to stay in the register? He goes, yeah. I go, well, give it back. And then the manager comes over and uh, they never said, hey, thanks, but we're not allowed to take it or we appreciate it, but we're not allowed to take it. I was like, I gave the tip to the kid. So if he wants to buy himself a soda or something, he can. I don't want it to go to the owner of Chick-fil-A. He's making enough money. Right. So that was my hate on site. site. Yeah. Timmy? Um, the, this was uh, weeks ago, though. This is before. Oh, right. It's when I wasn't eating so good. Right. Oh, okay. Um, Chick-fil-A is, is delicious. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think we talk, talked about them earlier. The um, I wouldn't say I hate them as a race of people, but oh. the the Russian Asians, the- Crazins. The raisins. Raisins. The raisins. It's all yeah. raisins, not crazy. So what? I was at the Crazins sauna are the cranberry raisins. <laughs> yeah, cranberry raisins. <laughs> <laughs> um so you so like the, when you see like the asians that like they look like they're chinese or japanese whatever but then they start speaking yeah the guy Russian. we have is from uzbekistan yeah like they're from uzbekistan or turkmenistan turkmenistan yeah, yeah, a lot of those Tuk- uh, Tukist- is there tuktukistan tuktukistan <laughs> <laughs> um so i was at the sauna right before i came here and i go into the sauna um the actual sauna and the uh it's filled with these like raisins yeah people Mm-hmm. the people raisins okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah so um i sit down and then the one guy gets up and they they start talking to each other one guy gets up and he throws like seven things of water into mm-hmm. the oven which makes it insanely hot which one were you in a dry one or the the, the dry one because the, okay. the wet one is closed for now so okay. it's just the dry one so it's, it's probably both like, dry ones open there's two of them right yeah yeah, yeah. so there's probably like eight of these guys in there and they were in there when I get in. So they throw like seven cups of water in. It gets fucking insanely hot. And then the one guy starts swinging his towel around. Yep. Yeah. Making yep. it even more hot. And then another guy gets up and starts flapping his towel up and down. Yeah, they were, te- they were, they were testing you, bro. They were checking And then you. they just all get out. Then they leave. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that. They made it yeah. like so insanely Yo, I hate, hot. And I hate when those dudes all dudes got do up that. and left. Within, Not those guys, but anybody. As soon as it got really hot, they just, I was like, oh, these guys are like really pushing themselves. I was yeah. like, all right, cool. Nope. And then they just all. Nah, man. They were fucking with you. Yeah, and I've seen it like I've seen guys come in with like their girlfriends or something like trying to show off. I had I heard one dude was in there like explaining everything to this girl he was with. He was totally wrong. Yeah, there was this yeah. one. There was the other people that started just fucking chanting. Oh, I was there one time. I could have swore the guy threw horseradish in the in 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 the fire. Yeah, I know. Sometimes yeah. I'll see him pull out a little uh, like one of those essential oil things. Yeah, they had uh, that. some guys were in there doing Maybe that like earlier a cube too for soup. So. <laughs> 
boy they go in there they'll throw beer in there they'll throw beer in it makes it smell like bread it smells like a bakery when they do nice or weedy yeah so it's not necessarily the people it's the yeasty it's the yeah you know the yeasty that's in the people it's more about the act but those guys yeah i've been in there before and those guys Sometimes I think they're like talking about me too. I think they are. And, I think like, all, I think, <laughs> right. and they don't point, but they all look. Well, because I think like, they're I think surprised they're that, about you. that you would that you as a, someone that's not from their part yeah. of the world is using the it's facility. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what it is. So, but yeah. how about you, JB? What's I do your? love that place. Hate on site. Uh, out of control phone conversations. I was with a friend of mine, and you know, I'm, I, I say friend, but it started to whittle away. Uh, he was talking to his wife and they're getting a full-blown argument right before we're going to dinner and he's screaming at the top of his lungs at the phone and he now he's just in a terrible mood he puts me in a terrible mood and it's just like yo get your i had to tell him yo get your shit together like what are you doing what are you screaming because you're just gonna end up uh hanging up on each other it was just it was it ruined that part of my night Luckily, I got rid of him soon soon enough after that and then but he actually he kind of got upset at me yeah, well, my guy, I said, bro, that's your. This is your fault. YP, not yeah. MP. Nah, that's what it is. Yeah. So, for those, that's what it is. Your yeah, problem, um, not my problem. Yeah, it is, man. Bro, like, why? Why can't he just say he have that crazy conversation later? Let, Yo, yeah. or she? She got ruining your. I night. don't understand people that, like, if just the phone hang up rings on or they they text that you have to. I don't have to engage. It's actually a self. No, I will say one of your finest qualities is even on a butt dial. You will call somebody back. That's you will, you do pick up that's if different. you're available. That's a whole, that's but you always, you always call. But, but I'm not, that's out of safety. Listen, you, you're not allowed to make me feel uncomfortable on my phone. That's something years ago. I had a supervisor, and he. I was like, no, 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 you can't. But he you also can't call me on my cell phone and tell me what right. to do. This is my phone. You can't. You, you're not allowed to make me feel uncomfortable in my own house. I have a big rule on that. You, if you, oh, you, I agree you cannot. With that. Yeah. You, I've, I've put chicks out. I'm like, you got to go home because you can't make me feel uncomfortable, and you can't. Give me a hard time on my phone. It's a choice. So I'm not answering it. And I I'm checked not my arguing. daughter the other day because she, she's face she, like kids messengering one of her friends from mm-hmm. school, and my wife says, "Oh, hi to the little girl," and the little girl doesn't say anything. I was like, "Put that on mute." I said, "Your mother ever says hi to one of your friends and you don't make sure they say hi back?" I said, "It's your ass." Yeah, listen, it's important. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you gonna say something to me? No, I was, just, I was taken aback by his aggression towards his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> love on site, Marco. Uh, it piggybacks off of what you're talking about. Yeah, I love living in the city. I remember that, that picture I sent you—the guy on the uh, on the inline skates carrying a chair and and wheeling a basket in that's, front of him. Bro, efficiency. It was, yeah, see, that's the that's city shit, right? Yeah, there. yeah. That's, like I wanted to bring it back for that. One of my neighbors, they're married couple, couple kids, one or two, always fighting. They have no problem fighting on the street fighting in the house, fighting with the doors open. And I'm walk- she comes out of the house and it kind of feels like they were fighting. She sees us. She's always very nice. She's- I'm-, I'm walking up the street. My- it's me, pardon me, it's my daughter, myself, and my dog. We're going to the dog park. And she, oh, hey, how you guys doing? Good. And then five feet away, she turns to us and says, yeah, you didn't have a problem when you wanted to come over and fuck me. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, wait, oh, what? <laughs> Where are you? I don't think you get a lot of that in the suburbs. No, you don't. You, cause nah, people you do. Are quiet. I was I was sitting on my front porch on Friday night or Thursday night, and I could hear a guy across the street screaming at his wife. Oh, same, really? Same thing. I I couldn't really make out what he was saying, but I heard several I, several f words. Right. So I was just like, she and this said, is like you have no problem when you come over and fuck me. His house is probably as far is that white van and I can okay. hear him screaming with doors closed and everything. Really? So yeah, you definitely have yeah. that stuff in the I've, I've seen some, we had these neighbors that would, we had more than one set of neighbors that would physically fight. And this was a time when the, this Bro. was like in the eighties and the nineties, like the police didn't do much. Mm-hmm. Like they showed up Same, and this we guy, had it when I was, yo, broke. this was, yo, he was like, we're kids We're that's, first of all, that stuff didn't go down in my house right. whatsoever. Yeah, we had no, yep. none of that. No physical violence. So we're looking, we have the windows. It was, it was all open. mental violence in my house. So <laughs> strategy. It was all fucking, <laughs> it was all gaslighting. But yo, he was, he was like, they were on the sidewalk in front of the house and it looked like he was like E Honda <laughs> punching her in the grill. Son. <laughs> I don't like, mean to laugh at no. that, but your E Honda is funny. 
Yo, but she, and all she keeps saying is, Carlos, I love you. But in between punches, she's saying, Carlos, I love you. And I'm like, what? Bro. And then the cops come up. Check this out. And me and my little brother, we're, we're peeping out of the right. window, right? We don't want to be seen. And he's like, they're, like, she's bleeding. He has blood on him. He's like, yo, step back. Don't fucking touch me. This is the cop says. Don't touch me. What's going on? They're like, nothing. He's like, all right, cut it out. And then he just leaves. Yo, it was like, but he's covered in blood. It was another time, the same neighbors, I saw them fighting, and someone stopped. Like When you say he's attacking her, Yeah, right? They're not yeah. fighting. No, well, in this one, because what would happen is like one of the kids or the brother-in-law would start, they'd get into it. So one time, these two brothers from next door were fighting with each other, and someone pulled up to check to see what was going on, and they <laughs> turned around and started fucking that dude up. In the car, punching him through the window and shit, and all he wanted to see what was going on. Like, hey, what's up? yo? And they then after they beat the shit out of that guy, they hugged and shook. They were like, yeah, bro. My neighbor, I had, we had two neighbors in my house, librarians, bro. Knock down, drag what? out fights. You'd hear through, and you know my parents weren't calling Li the cops. They might librarians. Been. What's that? Librarians. <laughs> I'm sorry, librarians. <laughs> librarians. From the country of library. Wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. so love on site is that it's that city state. Sometimes you there's just stuff that you see a guy going down the street on inline skates, a chair carrying a chair, a non-folding chair on his back <laughs> with a shopping cart in front Incredible. of him. The guy's at least got eighteen. He's an eighteen wheeler at this Bro, point. He's he's carrying everything. Timmy, love on site. Um, like really, like fights like last night. The um, guys just like fucking almost killing themselves in the fight that fights like that that was i, I almost got like teared up last night while i was watching the really? fights but i don't know if it was that or it was from earlier emotional in the day. full day like yeah, it was yeah we it was we, at bobby's yeah we got bobby's thing everybody yeah. was crying i was like my, the inner part of my lip was bleeding is how hard i was biting my cheeks not to, like I, I looked up, i was trying to look up at the ceiling to yeah. put the water yeah, back, back in my face that yeah. water back but, in my uh, face but and it, i still didn't cry last night but i i was getting choked up at the fight and I was like I don't know why I'm getting choked up at this fight but just seeing guys like yeah you know. hopefully you get ulcers from shoving all those emotions all that, down all that evil down to you <laughs> my, uh, my love on site is uh, watching students change in front of us you know when we get a chance to see wait wait you should be watching that <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey oh. <clears throat> meaning they're getting better the change from within the person oh, okay. yeah, to watch their skill set chrysalis and the, to butterfly I right, know that's, that's how you guys did things here <laughs> it's not watching them change in front of you. That's, a, that's a very good point watching them change watching them get better watching them learn watching them exhibit you know the, the good habits that we grow. help them growing growing yes getting better Growth mindset and and that's what it's always it's always uh it's always awesome to see but so yeah before we go to yesterday we had you know another memorial service for basically our basically felt like the actual funeral okay for me right what it felt like yeah right. some closure for all of us yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah that was the yeah. It was our funeral. That was better than going to a funeral with like his family that we never yeah, met. Yeah, and listening to right. their eulogy. Because we still saw his family last yeah, yesterday. Brother, the yeah. family that we know. Yep. You know? Yeah, it was great. It was perfect yesterday. Yeah, I think Noah did a really good job. And it was it was really heartwarming to see how nervous and upset he was when that part of it came around because of how much, clearly how much Bob means to us all, but how much it, you know that, that whole thing meant to Noah and I really think that he did a phenomenal job yeah, did awesome of honor Bobby. of honoring Bobby. Shout out! Shout yeah, out about as, that's about as good as you can do it. Man, and I was late, and I had no clue. I was just like, oh, I've just missed the first twenty minutes of it. And I was talking to Noah's business partner, Lisa, and she was like, "Yeah, he wasn't going to start if you weren't here." Really? Yeah, I was like, really? "But that's a you know yeah, I mean? that's like cool. That, uh, that thing, you know." What I'm yeah, somebody that's gave me thing. grief about. It. I said he could have started without me. Yeah. Listen, man. I just enjoyed watching the picture, like seeing pictures of us. And, yeah, and, and I didn't realize places. you you drew you drew a picture of one of the photos. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. That was really nice. Yeah. You're talented. I did that. I did that. that, was, I did that. Yeah. He's, like, a, he's a samurai. Yeah. He's originally a samurai. You know, but what I think it was, it was really well done. You got some. You get some. Look like you got some good training after. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was great training. All right, let me pose this to you. And I found this out after. And we're done with Bobby, right? Yeah. As a never need to talk about him again. No, as an homage. His his nephew made me a a, a demo of his gi and I have mm -hmm. his gloves. I'm gonna put them up here at the school. Figure out I think I'm gonna maybe put it on that wall over there, write something up. But I learned something about what's going on at a at a local school while I was there. Mm -hmm. The owner has moved away, maybe I don't know, five, six states away. And he's left one of his students and employees to run the school and he comes back every two weeks. Hmm. How long do you think that's going to last? 
That's a very good question. Depending on their management skills. I've heard things like this, but it's usually like big restaurant industry. They do it. It's it's almost this strange partnership. But if no, nah, it's not the same because this guy, seen, if this guy owns it and he just has people. You, listen, I think the students, I think you got to touch the people in a good way, not in a bad way. You got to, you know, so. And I, I could see, I look, yeah, I was, I was question. there, right? I was the guy that was running the school for people, for a woman that right. was, was, wasn't here after, you know, our original friend who owned the school passed away and she got ownership of it. After a while, that shit gets tiring, bro. Yeah, bro. You see every like all. Yeah, it'll. I would say it's gonna last as long as the person running the school when when he decides wants to open to do his it own for school. the guy. And as soon as he's like, I think I should, I should just do this myself. Why? What, yeah. Why can't I have all the the worry and work? Why don't I also get all of the all of the upside? Right. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if it can be pulled off the right way. But it, I think um, it can be. I think it can be pulled off. I think that's kind of how. A lot of karate schools have pulled it off for a long time. They have just people under them running. Yeah, I know, it. but from that far of a distance, I, I I'm not sure. I like, think the way he should do it is not is if you do something like that, you have somebody that manages the gym who's not necessarily like the head black belt there. Then you have people, so you have somebody managing the day to day operations, mm -hmm. and then you have keep, instructors to keep you protected. Yes, and then you owner. come in as the. It can't be owner now. This guy that runs and teaches all the classes because it's too easy right. to walk out with all the students. That's mm -hmm. the problem is you get so involved with everybody yeah. that. And it could it could be one of those things that we've said we've talked about before where they'll just fail to they'll stop doing yeah. renewals. I, somebody and, told me punch her in the pocket. Yeah. So. You know, stop, stop doing signing more. people up. Yeah. Or... Actually, that's how I ended up there. You're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just come on. <laughs> Your man was like, yeah, just come on. Just come. I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah, come on. I said, I, I hate this place. I was training at that other place. He was like, nah, come on. Come over here. Don't worry about it. That's what it was. So. Yeah, it, it sucks. I, it seemed, I met the kid for the first time yesterday, but somebody relayed the story to me. I was like, I'll give him my number if he ever wants to. If everyone wants oh. to figure out an exit strategy. Gotcha. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, you know, keep, keep an eye on that because I'd like to see it's cool it's interesting on both both ends so if this guy can make that work that's a yeah but i think timmy's right i think you need extra non-involved extra layers of management to make that work you have right. like a blue belt that manages the place. not even i think you need to have a Just manager, a manager. Someone, yeah yeah someone that you hire as a, like manager. a bean counter yeah right and you pay that guy to whatever maybe he's got some basic knowledge but not somebody not that a guy student runs the gym and then other guys that guy runs the business teach. yeah and they yeah. show up and teach yeah. Because no, realistically, it's an and it probably b try to create a tracking system for your students, kind of like the key fob. The, the, the oh, did the this guy in. renew? Or like, got, bloop, bloop. Maybe he's you got need. so he maybe he's got cameras. He could look. Oh, this is how many people in class. This is yeah. how many students. Is so because it's an interesting up. thing to think like if he if how do you make it work? Because that could be the next you know the next th the next wave in this particular martial art where you'll have the giant chain, so to speak. You know, Gracie Baja has done it, but they it, do it, they individual have. owned. Right. I think you buy a franchise or something gotcha. like that. So it'd be interesting to see, man. Yeah. Peace. This is the Ninja Rob Podcast. With Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter, the podcast for the true martial artist.